Welcome to episode two of How to Manifest Anything. In this episode, I'm going to cover information you need to be able to recognize to ensure you don't block your manifestation. If you are searching manically for answers, take a breath because this series is going to help you tremendously. If you're looking to speed up your manifestations, there are a couple questions that are important for you to acknowledge the true answers to. Sometimes, if you're looking for something to happen fast, it comes out of a feeling of fear of lack, a feeling of need, or a feeling of not having. No matter what you do to try and manifest something, when you are in one of these states, those feelings will block you from manifesting it because the universal language is vibration. Thoughts and feelings are vibrations and they create. I think I said it in the last episode, feelings are usually emergent from thoughts. Although sometimes a feeling can seem to be the originating vibration, if you look at it, a feeling that is a very quick response to something is because you have a belief that causes an instant feeling reflex. And remember, a belief is just thoughts you've thought over and over again. You always want to start with the thought because that's where you'll find the secret to changing from manifesting what you don't want to manifesting what you do want. Perhaps you've heard the saying, thoughts are things. Feelings can be accelerators, facilitators, or breaks to your manifestations. If your thoughts and feelings are opposed to each other for a specific manifestation that you're looking for, then the manifestation is in a standoff until you resolve the conflict because the thought and emotion are literally headbutting each other vibrationally. That's often why people who are looking for information on how to manifest money fast can't manifest what they want because they have a belief that they might not get it or a fear. Fear is a feeling based on a belief. Remember, the belief is created by thinking the same thoughts over and over and over again. And fear is faith in something you don't want. Fear is the assumption that you're not going to get what you want. Fear is worry that you won't get something. Fear is worry at a dead run. Worry is fear on a walk. They're the same vibration at different intensities. There can be thoughts of you can't live without someone and neediness is at its core. Neediness is fear you are not enough. The recognition in the now that you don't have what you want coupled with a deep need or a desperate feeling is a tell. If you feel a need for something outside yourself, you know you need to work on your self-concept and your self-love because everything already exists within you. When you're rejected, it's because you've rejected yourself at a subconscious level. And I wish I had written down the exact quote from the therapist who is an author, but I have no idea where I found this quote or how to find it again. But it was a very powerful quote. It said that 
In essence, you will never experience any love greater than the love you feel like you deserve. And if you don't love yourself, you don't feel like you deserve love because you have to love yourself first in order to allow yourself to be loved by somebody else. You will not allow yourself to be loved in excess of the love you have for yourself. So when you've had turbulent, dramatic relationships, it's because that's what you thought you deserved. And this is a hard thing for a lot of people to swallow. Because people who don't understand the mechanics of manifestation call this victim blaming. It's not victim blaming. It's not your fault if this has happened. It simply isn't. Because you've been programmed this way. This is unconscious within you. Yes, you are the cause of it, but it's not your fault. You didn't have any say in the programming that programmed you to be bullied or be cheated on or be treated poorly or be emotionally abused. Because when you were being programmed from ages zero to seven, you didn't get a say in any of those programs because up until you're over the age of seven, you're mostly in a hypnotic state. Your consciousness is not actively on the job until much later. And by then, it's, it's already too late. There's another important concept here to understand about taking responsibility for what shows up in your life. It is not your fault that these programs were put into you and that you've had these results in the past. But once you hear this information and you understand it and you start working with it, and you realize that you are creating this based on your subconscious programming and that you can change it to have the complete opposite, to be completely adored and loved by someone with no drama. When you understand that, then it becomes your quote-unquote fault. But fault doesn't matter. Fault is a mind game of the human brain. It's nothing. It doesn't matter. What matters is the results that you get in your life. You don't even have to worry about whose fault anything is if you just decide to choose that you're going to choose differently in the future, that you're going to intentionally manifest a different outcome in relationships and in life in general. That's what's really exciting about learning to intentionally manifest. Because one of the most exciting things when you realize that Everything that you experience in your life is caused by you, by these internal programs. When you get triggered and you get angry or something upsets you or sets you off in any way to any degree, you immediately go, wait a minute, what's going on in my subconscious here? What is this about? You immediately acknowledge it's you. If you're triggered, it's you, period. End of story. And the beauty of that is that you can change it. It's not somebody doing something to you from the outside, although it appears that way. There's a vibration in you that drew that to you. You believed you deserved that in your subconscious programming because of something someone else programmed in you or because of experiences you had over and over again that you didn't know that you could change the programming for. This is what makes intentional manifesting so exciting. 
The other part of trying to manifest something out of fear or neediness is to understand that when you have the feeling of not having it now, that the now moment is forever. It's always now, right now. The future is always in the future. The past is always in the past. The future and the past are mental constructs. We have this collection of memories, which even science has shown are not accurate. We can use that to our benefit too in manifestation with a technique that Neville Goddard taught called revision. Our memories are already tainted through our own filter. There is no objective fact in the world. Isn't that crazy? Everything is subjective. And it's subjective for you. You've heard the saying, everything is empty and meaningless until you give it meaning. I'm reminded of a story of a Chinese farmer. He had a series of events. And at the time, each one seemed to appear either negative or positive. He would say, maybe, maybe. He would never commit to admitting that something was bad or something was good because he understood the bridge of incidents. And that means that things that may appear one way are actually working out in our favor if we don't make the assumption that it's not working out in our favor. If you always look at life and the events in your life as things are always working out in your favor and you don't give them the meaning that something is working against you, this is one of the ways you can prove to yourself that intentional manifestation works or even that manifestation period works. If you make an assumption that something isn't going to work out in your favor and it doesn't, bingo, that's how it works. But if you have the courage and the tenacity and the persistence to say, no, I don't care how this looks, it's working out in my favor, period. Like the Chinese farmer. Take a wait-and-see approach, thinking about the positive, and in the end, it'll work out to your best benefit, to the degree that you assume it will. And then again, bingo. Now, back to the now moment. As you move from moment to moment, into each now moment, you're bringing the lack feeling. If you have that lack feeling of not having something now, you're bringing that into your now moment. One of the things to help here is that remember that fear is a thought of something that might happen in the future. It can also be based on an experience or experiences that you've had in the past. But neither of those things is in the current moment unless you bring it there. Each now moment, and I wrote this in my book, Hidden Gifts, each now moment is this beautiful, pristine space filled with infinite potential. And what you do by worrying about the future or fearing the future, or thinking about the past and things that have happened in the past that are not in this beautiful, new, pristine moment. You are reinfecting yourself with that condition. There's the now moment, there's the past and the future, which are mind constructs. Everything is now, everything is consciousness. If you draw those mind constructs into this perfect moment, 
you're infecting the present moment with that condition. As long as you continue to do that, you will remain in that state like a hamster on a wheel. That's what makes meditation and affirmations done the right way so powerful. Because you're taking this pristine space that you're in right now and you're putting you're putting love and gratitude and new thoughts about new possibilities and new experiences in this now moment. And that's what manifests something new. As long as you continue to pull in the old and infect the present moment, you're going to keep spinning on that wheel like a hamster. And this goes for you if you're trying to get back with an ex, manifest a specific person. If you're doing it from a state of lack, from fear of losing them, from depression of not having them, this is what you will continually experience and keep experiencing until you take that new moment and put something new in it. And every moment as you pass through the moments, you do this. This creates a new future, new experiences. Because then each now moment that's coming, you're acknowledging this infinite potential and you're adding good stuff to it. Then it's like a launching pad for anything you want to manifest. And that's why understanding the power of the now moment is so important. Because in the Bible, Lot's wife turns back and looks at the city and turns into a pillar of salt. I happen to be of the mystic school that believes that the Bible is all allegory. And Neville had it right when he said it's the biography of your life, that it goes through and tells stories of every state and stage of your life and the evolution of you as a spirit through this human experience. There are very powerful stories that teach these things in the Bible. And Lot's wife is simply the teaching not to look back on the past. Because when you look back at the past, you're frozen in time. As long as you bring any of these feelings or thoughts from the past or the future about worrying about it into this moment, every now moment, as you move through your life, as long as you're bringing those, you're bringing that lack. That feeling of lack, those thoughts of lack, those thoughts of fear with you. And that is just simply recreating your same experience over and over and over again. It doesn't matter if the people change, the experiences will be the same or worse. And maybe you've experienced this in some area of your life. As long as you have that feeling of lack or fear, whatever feeling you're bringing in from your past or concern about your future, You are forever withholding your manifestation from you until you change your thoughts and improve your self-concept. That is an important point for you to understand because you can try every single manifestation technique out there. You can do 369-555-777, visualization, journaling, scripting, the water technique, vision boards, etc. Every single manifestation technique that's ever been invented. But if you don't get rid of the opposing thoughts or feelings from each now moment as they arrive, you continue to tread water and stay right where you are in the not having of it. 
in the hamster wheel experience of life. So if you're thinking about lack, fear, or you're feeling the feelings associated with them, then you know you're on the hamster wheel. You know something in you is triggered. You know you're polluting your now moment, and that is holding the manifestation away from you. But the moment you decide to invest new energy into these pristine now moments that arrive every moment, you turn the ship around. You get off the hamster wheel and you sail off in new directions and you take hold of the wheel. No triggering feelings, no fear, no lack, no worry. None of it will bring you your manifestation. Nothing you do will bring your manifestation as long as you are focused on the relentless pursuit in the vibration of fear, lack, or other low vibrations. There's a very simple and very powerful manifesting technique that actually removes these blocks. And it's amazing how powerful a manifestation tool it is. I give you the tool in this series, the love of your life, money, fame, health, wealth, and abundance of every kind in avalanches. I'm so excited to share it with you. There are so many people who are searching who say, why isn't law of attraction working? Or is law of attraction real? Is manifestation real? If they're asking this, they're asking it more than likely because they've probably watched a lot of videos or even read some books on manifestation and the law of attraction and they're not getting the results that they're reading about. I remember being there. We'll get to that tool in this series, but first, I need you to understand the keys to use the tool. We're going to begin going through the six key principles in the next episode. Make sure you put on your notifications however you do it so that you get notified when the next episode gets released. From free to more personal options, following are some manifestation resources you may find helpful. If you're interested in manifesting love, first is the Manifesting Love Journal, available in hardcover and paperback from Amazon. It's a guided step-by-step -step way to tune in to exactly what you need to focus on to manifest the love you want, whether it's someone already in your life or someone you haven't met yet. All clients who work with me to manifest love pick up a copy prior to our first coaching session. If you're really ready to get serious, book a one-on-one -on -one mindset coaching session. One session can get you further in under one hour than you may have gone in the last year. And if you want to take a $497 value manifestation course, that's available right here on the podcast in my How to Manifest Anything series. It's a series of eight episodes of the podcast focused on step-by-step foundational information that you need to know to manifest absolutely anything. This is a must-know manifestation base for any technique that you could possibly use in manifestation. I have more key, in-depth informational podcasts coming up, and you want to have those eight episodes under your belt for what's coming in 2022. The links to all these resources are in the description. Until next time, remember, 
Always believe in miracles. Be well and be love. You deserve the best. Namaste.